Hello everyone, welcome along to Season 6 of the Luton Town Supporters Trust podcast. As always, I'm Kev, your host. Now, the new season starts this Saturday, and to help me preview it, we are joined by the Luton Town Club captain, Sonny Bradley. Uh, Sonny, thanks for giving me some of your time this afternoon, really appreciate that. Yeah, no problem, I'm happy to be here, as always. Excellent. Uh, I'm going to chat about the season to come in great detail in a minute, because I am so excited for the season, it is untrue. Um, But just a quick, very brief reflection on last season. Obviously, it didn't end quite the way we wanted it to, but it was still a fantastic ride, a fantastic season, and you boys should be proud of everything that you achieved. Yeah, look, I think you just pretty much hit the nail on the head saying about how proud we should be, you know, to to achieve what we did. Um, I think we spoke about it, and I've I've heard other people saying that, you know, I think at the start of the season, uh, if somebody told you that we was going to reach the playoffs, um, you'd have certainly taken it. Um, I think we've come up against a Huddersfield team that are, you know, we're in decent form and over both games, I don't think there was, you know, too much in, um, too much in both ties. I think we've obviously in that in that second leg just just struggled to get that first goal. And I've spoke about in the past how important it is to get that first goal, especially in this division. And like, look, if we go get that first goal, then you know, I'm not blaming anyone or making any excuses. But I think, you know, Harry Ladmate himself, he's had a he's had a great chance at nil nil. Um, in the first half and I think if he scores that uh, I think we're going to win the game you know whoever goes and gets that first goal I think we're going to win the game but look overall to get where we were I, I haven't spoke about it yet I didn't come out I didn't come out after straight away and speak about it I think I was hurting probably a little too much to, to speak about it um, but look immediately you know, as I've come back in my, my attention is is turning straight to straight to the season ahead and I'm sure we're going to get to it, you know, very soon. But it's certainly an um, exciting time for the football club, in my opinion. Absolutely, it is. Yeah, ball just would not go in the back of the net at Huddersfield. But let's not dwell um, too much on that because there is a real bright future at this football club, and I want to talk about that uh, shortly. But before we do, it's only right to discuss a few players that have left the club because they've been important in the rise and certainly important last season. Um, let's start with Danny Hilton, who was here when you arrived. Massive character. Uh, spoke, uh, did everything that kind of spoke volumes about this club, really, uh, both o- uh, in the dressing room, on the pitch, and off the pitch. Yeah, look, exactly that, exactly what you just said. Um, Hiltz has obviously been here uh, a long time. Um, what people won't see, you know, they see what he does on a Saturday. You know, when obviously the last couple of years when he's come when he's come on um, over the past years, you know, he's scored a lot of goals for the football club. But what you won't see is, you know, what he's like in training every day, uh, what he's like around the place, um, and he's he's missed he's missed now. Um, it's, it's still pretty strange not to have him in the building. And um, I think the best compliment you can give to a player um, is to say, well, from a defender's point of view, is to say that you know I don't like playing against him. You know, I do I don't like playing against Danny Hilton, and um, I think you know, I've spoke to him at the Northampton game pre-season. He seems like he's. He's happy there and he's settled in pretty well. Um, but I've got to admit that you know I was I was happy that I was happy that he was playing the first half and I was you know playing the second. I, 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 I don't like playing against him at all. But no, what an absolute um, you know wonderful character and what a, what a great football player. Um, done absolute wonders for this football club and I'm sure for for many years to come that that Hills will be remembered. Yeah, he absolutely will. And it was great that he got such a great ovation at that friendly as well. It's certainly well-deserved. Um, someone who wasn't with us last season, but has officially left now, um, but was important in a couple of promotions was Elliot Lee. 
Uh, it's only right that we um, speak about his contribution to the club as well. When he was here, when he was uh, during League Two and League One, he was a vital part of, uh, of the squad. Yeah, you know, Elliot, um, again, another player that's been absolutely fantastic for this football club. Sometimes I think he's one of them players that probably don't get enough credit. Um, that's that's from my point of view, you know, from what I see. Um, but yeah, look, when it comes to, you know, that first, first season in, in League One when I turned up, um, he was arguably, you know, I think we had a we had a lot of players that, see, that season who did very well. Um, but for me, he was, you know, one of the, the top players who, who stood out for me. And again, you know, you won't see it every day, but Elliot in training, um, as a defender, is almost like impossible to mark. You know, he's, he's, he's so good and he's, he's done so well for his football club. And um, again, like I said about Hilts, what a wonderful, what a wonderful person he is as well, and what a great character. And I think this club were were lucky to have him around. And I think, you know, when I think Graham Jones came in, I don't think he got as much of a look in with the way we wanted to play. And I think Graham saw him pretty similar to, to Collar in a way and um, unfortunately he didn't play as much but he then played a vital role when you know Nathan came back in and I remember at Huddersfield he like me scored an important goal which which helped us stay in the division so you know like Hilts I think Elliot will be will be remembered as a um a very good player um, and a great character for this football club. Yeah absolutely huge contribution to where we are now and finally uh, the man you played alongside for much of last season, who gave us that fantastic memory in the Bournemouth game and uh, walked off with the Player of the Season, Goal of the Season award and a couple of other awards, Cal Naismith. I mean, a wand of a left foot, an absolute genius with that left foot, really, very much like Alan Sheehan before him. Um, his impact was, well, it was there for all to see, wasn't it? Yeah, of course. Um, and he came in, you know, when he came in, I'd, I'm not sure what you know position we, we wanted to play him in at first. Um um, you know, when he came in, he, I don't think he'd played for six months when he came in, maybe four months actually, but either way, he hadn't played that much and he came in and he was, it took him a little bit of time to get going, as it does for any player when you haven't played in so long. But once he kicked into full gear, you know, he was, uh, well, we've seen at the, you know, Walter and at the end of last season, you know, he was arguably our our best player last season. That, that's from my point of view as well. Um, yeah, again, um, and I'm, I, I seem to be saying this about everyone at the minute, but I've got to say it because it's true. You know, he's a not only is a was he a fantastic player, but he's a fantastic character to have in the dressing room as well. A real, a real leader, and of course he'll be missed. And you know, Carl, you know, we went away in the summer, and he won't mind me saying this. I, we roomed together. We went, we had a trip away in the summer, and pretty much every day I was kind of you know begging him to stay and. Um, yeah, just desperate for him to stay and tell all the lads wanted him to stay, asking him to sign a deal. And um, we also understood that you know he had, a, he did have, he did have other options. And you know when you've done so well for the football club and as an individual, when you're playing so well, it's completely natural that, that other teams are interested in you. And um, I think obviously as a free agent, he's he's been offered a really good opportunity. He's been offered a really good deal, and um, I think. You know, taking it from his point of view, it was the right thing to do. So, um, you know, as, as the captain of the club, and you know, I think the rest of the players will say it, and I'm sure the majority of of Luton fans feel the same way when I say that we um, we wish him all the best. You know, moving forward, you know, we don't we don't want him to do too well. Obviously, we're Bristol City, we're competing in the same division, but um, I think because he is such a top lad and was a great player for us, 
Uh, I think it's only right that we, we do wish him all the best. Yeah, I agree with that. Obviously, two games in particular, we hope he has absolute stinkers in, but the rest of them, um, all the very best. Uh, also, I'm not overly sure what's happening with Snoddy, but he also played a big part towards the end of the season, hasn't been there for pre-season. So just a few words on him too. Yeah, you know, um, he came in at a, a time when we probably needed a bit of um, um, a bit more leadership, you know, a bit a bit more direction, and you know, he, he certainly brought that. Um, again, one of the, he was a player that came in who hadn't played, you know, a great deal of football before he came in. So it did take him a few weeks um, to get going, but once he did, you know, he came into the squad. He, you know, gave a hundred percent every day in training. Great character on the dressing room, and um, he played a big role, um, in my opinion, in us in us reaching them playoffs. And I'm sure from his point of view, he probably did want to play a little bit more. I think that's completely natural for a footballer of, of his ability. Um, but look, whatever, wherever Snoddy goes, I know he hasn't signed anywhere yet, but you know, from what from what we can see last season, he's certainly got a lot left to give, and um, you know, hopefully, he finds you know the right club for him and. I hope he goes on and you know has a, a successful end to his career. Yeah, and he's shown the size of the man that he is uh, on social media this week with a nice offer to a Luton fan that's uh, in strife currently. Um, as players leave, new players come in and replace them and six players have come through the door. Seven, if we include Louis Watson. I'm not overly sure if he's with the senior squad or the development squad, but I'll, um, I'll include him in this because he's very much um, through the door. Two, we'll start off behind you actually. Two... Two giants are fighting for the number one spot this season, aren't they? Uh, Ethan Horfap and Ma- uh, Matt Macy. Obviously, we know a lot about Macy from when he was here the first time around. Not quite so much about Ethan, but obviously, you know, he's got a good pedigree, USA international, and uh, looked very good against West Ham on Saturday. Yeah, you know, two two keepers that um, I'm sure will be will be pushing for that um, that first that first team shirt. Uh, both have impressed in training. Um, and yeah, we've just got to see, see how it goes with that one. You know, speaking about Matt, you know, I think you know before he came in, I think he'd been linked with the club um, for a fair few months. And um, someone told me he was six foot seven. I was, you know, I was questioning it a little bit with him when I, when I seen him walk through the door. I say walk through the door. He had to duck in. You know, he had to duck to get through the door. And you know, it kind of hit me. I thought, yeah, he's he is absolutely massive. But yeah, what a, what a, uh, you know, lovely character as well. Settled straight in. Um, and yeah, pretty much from the first from the first week, you know, both keepers were were showing us exactly what they could do out on on the um, on the training ground. And I'm sure, like everyone else, that they're both eager to get started. And um, you know, quick mention on Ethan as well. You know, he's come in, um, seems to have settled in really well, really quickly. And that's that's important. It's exactly what we need because when we do go into that first game, it is important that he does feel you know comfortable because when you do feel comfortable. Um, it does you know, make you feel uh, more confident and, and stronger and um, if he feels that way then hopefully we can get the best out of him and I'm sure that you know he, he could potentially you know gain us a lot of points this season. Just before we move on to other positions, it'd be wrong of me not to ask how Shazy's getting on with uh, his recovery and things. Do you any idea how he's doing? He's doing he's doing well uh, from what I've seen. Um, you know, me and myself haven't spent uh, a fair few hours in that treatment room last season. I'm trying to stay away from there um, as <laughs> much as I can. I think you, you probably understand that. But now I see I see James every day. Um, he's, prof- he's a professional person. 
Um, he's doing everything right and he's on track. Like it is still a long way, you know, to go with him because such a serious injury, similar with Glenn. Um, but like I say, he's, he's following instruction really well. Um, the physios are happy with him and it's going to be frustrating, you know, this season for, for a large majority of it, you know, having to watch. Um, but look, unfortunately, these things happen in football and I do understand that the club have been you know, really good with, with James Swimmies. He picked up this nasty, nasty injury within weeks. New contracts were sorted out and um, I think that's certainly from a, the mental side of it. That's probably helped him out a lot. So, um, yeah, I think things with with James and with Glenn are going as, as well as the best you can. Excellent. Yeah, they both know that they're really popular with us fans, but obviously we can't wait to see them back in action and, you know, um, ready and doing what they do best, really. Um, another player that we were linked with for absolutely ages before he arrived was Alfie Delty. And he's come in and he's also looked really good in the pre-season friendly action that I've seen. Uh, what do you make of him down that left-hand side? Yeah, he's um, he's exactly what I expected, to be honest. You know, I've, I've watched clips on in the past um, I know that we have been linked with him for a while like you just said um, and again I think it's quite aware um, to me that the club look into what sort of characters we bring in and I know I've mentioned this in the past but I'll do it again because you know it's true um, the club have clearly looked at him as a not only a good player but a good character as well and he's come in and it looks like he's hit the ground running he looks fit he looks strong uh, and for me, he looks he looks ready to go. Um, he, he's got he's got tough competition out on the the left hand side with with Amari. You know, Amari coming off the back of a, a very good season, in my opinion. Um, you got also you know Dan Potts who could possibly play out there as well. So it's going to be tough competition this season. You know, that's not the only position that's that's going to be tough when when it comes to competing. But um, but yeah, look, he's for me. Um, he's one of them players that, that's given himself you know, the best chance like I say he's come back he looks fit he looks strong and straight away he's, he's mixed in with the, with the group straight away and he fits in so um, yeah let's see like I say he's, um, potentially he could have a, an important part to play in uh, and I'm sure he will he'll have a, an important part to play in in what we hope is going to be a successful season Absolutely, would he? Yeah, I'm sure it will be too. Um, Luke Freeman was another one that we were linked with in the last transfer window, and we finally got him in this transfer window. Fans haven't seen too much of him in this preseason. Uh, he obviously didn't play on Saturday. Uh, what can you tell us about his impact? Yeah, look, another player that's. I'm going to say this for everyone. So if you're bored of me saying it, then you better strap yourself in because I'm going to keep saying it. Um, fits in straight away. Um, you can see straight away that. He's played at a good level. You can see straight away that he's, you know, played in good teams. And I think when you do get to see him play, um, you'll understand. You'll understand why. I think a few fans, you know, might have had a chance to see him play in the past. I'm not sure if you have or not. Um, but if you have, then you'll understand that he has got that real quality. Um, I think it's probably important for him, like it's probably important for me and some other senior players at the squad that we manage our bodies well this season. You know, we look after ourselves to make sure that. You know, we're fit in 100% when, when we're called upon and as a professional player, Luke will do that for you and um, he's an interesting character as well. He's a really, you know, he's really lively. He's, you know, he's good to be around and I'm sure throughout the season um, you're going to see that and um, he's another player that, for me, uh, could have a you know, big impact on the squad and, like I said, if we have a successful season and 
I think he'll be. Um, I think he'll play a big part. And two players that we signed that caught everyone by surprise were Corley Woodrow and Carlton Morris, both from Barnsley. Both fantastic players. I think we've seen that when we've played Barnsley, not just in the Championship, but that season that they followed us up uh, in League One. I mean, Corley, we know all about from his days coming through the youth system, but he's gone on to be a fantastic player. And Carlton's one of the uh, sort of uh, most physical and mobile forwards in the division. So those two are going to have a real impact up the top. Yes, certainly. I think we've seen, you know, not just last season, but you know, over the past few years, uh, we've seen how good both players are. You know, Carlton, you know, from a physical point of view, like you just mentioned, um, that you can see it straight away just by looking at him. He's a big, he's a big, strong boy, and um, he's one of them players that are really, really awkward to play against. And he's been brought in to score goals. Um, you know, like other positions, like I did mention, uh, he's going to. It's tough competition because we know now we've got five or six players that are ready to go in that position. But Elijah, what a fantastic season! He was a top talent. He was improving. Each year, you got Harry Cornick who wants as many games and as many goals as he can. Um, so look, he's got to, he's got to find a way to battle into that first team, and um, it's healthy competition, and and we like it. I think we probably, as a club, learned a lesson off the back of last season that maybe our squad squad depth wasn't um, you know wasn't as as big as we really liked. Um, so certainly we've strengthened, uh, and especially I know that. It's been spoken about a lot up top. We've brought in some some real quality, and um, it's going to be difficult for you know for all five, five or six of them players to to get a game at times, and going to have to be patient and keep themselves fit. You know, have to stay disciplined. And yeah, Carly, look, he's one of them players similar to Hilts in the fact that I don't like playing against him. Um, very awkward, very tricky, very technical. Uh, he can pop up at any point and. And put the ball in the back of the net, which is a, a real, a real good thing for us and on the football club. So um, yeah, it's going to be tough competition, but they've both come in. Um, you won't have seen too much of them yet. Only the games that you've seen in pre-season, but I've worked with them now for a number of weeks in pre-season. I can tell you that um, they are two very, very good players, and um, they're certainly going to play a big role in, in what we do this season. You mentioned pre-season there. Are you someone who? Is it all out for results in pre-season or is it literally just fitness? Because we are unbeaten in pre-season and I, and I guess that's never a bad thing. But is it the be-all and end-all or is it literally all about getting minutes into your legs and sort of shaking off any rust that formed? Although there weren't really much time for rust to form this time around, was there? No, I think I think it's a bit of both for me. Um, you know, we have like a we have a built-in mentality at this club where we always want to win. You know, no matter who we play, no matter where it is, we want to win that game. And I think... That first of all comes from the manager. Um, the manager sets that, you know, sets that president. I think the boys love it. The boys embrace it. And I, I think if you watch the West Ham game, um, you know, there was you know, parts. I think we come first of all. I think we competed really well. Um, to say they're a, a top club in the in the Premier League, uh, they didn't have too many chances. They didn't break us down too many times. And all the way till the end of the game, we're pushing to get that goal. Because we don't want we don't want to get beat. We don't want to lose. We want to win. You know, I think we didn't have time to, to go and get the winner. But if we can't win the game, you know, we certainly didn't want to lose. And you can see at the end, we're still playing short free kicks and trying to get the ball in good areas to just create that one chance where we can, you know, possibly nick a draw. And, and that's exactly what we did. And 
you know, people who have, you know, I've been at this club, it's my fifth year at the club now and people who have been watching us over the last you know, four years will know that we want to win every game that we play, uh, no matter what, and that's installed in our minds. And for the new, you know, we've signed, you know, a fair few players this season. You know, there's new bodies coming to the squad, and it's very important that the the new players understand our mentality. And we have to have that mentality if we if we want to improve. The moment you know we take our foot off the gas, um, we'll get caught out. It's a difficult league to play in, and you know, I'm going off subject a little bit here, but. The club have, you know, bolstered the squad um, to give us more depth for that exact reason, for us, for us to kick on and to improve again. And for us now, it's just about uh, putting everything into place and, and going out there and, and doing the business. Obviously, you're not in the team to score goals, but I know that you enjoy it when you do. You'll take half a dozen of them from Saturday uh, during the season, I'm sure. Yeah, it's very, very rare that somebody leaves me absolutely free at the back stick and lets me tap the ball in with my right foot. Um, I can't remember that ever happening, you know, in the past. And if anybody wants to do that, then you know, any gifts like that, then I'm certainly going to take them. Absolutely, yeah. It was, yeah, it was a quite a crazy one. And also, just on that West Ham game, I'm guessing that was a really good run out for all of you boys because that wasn't a reserve West Ham team. That was a that was a pretty strong West Ham team. It had two players that played for England in the Euro, uh, Euro uh, sorry, Nations League in the summer copious other um, internationals in there and, and you didn't just hold your own there were times where you were the better side in that game and the point was the point the draw was the least that you, you yeah. deserved out of the game yeah look I feel exactly that, that same way what you exactly how you, what you just said I think it is tough opposition uh, in West Ham but I can't remember ever you know the, the Birmingham game last season was a bit of a freak result but I, I can't really remember any apart from that any team, no matter who they are, coming to Kenilworth Road and having an easy game. It just it just doesn't happen. Um, I think, obviously, last season, apart from the Birmingham, which, again, I think was a free result, um, Chelsea turned up. Chelsea had a difficult game. You know, we made it made it hard for them and we, with Reese's goal straight away and you can see his pressing and we're trying to be on the front foot and that's how we want to play this season again. Um, we was like that last season. We want to kick on and do that again. So, um yeah, look, West Ham came. It looked, for me, it looked like there was, you know, kind of full strength in a way. I think if Antonio plays and, you know, maybe another couple of, you know, uh, different players playing, they're more or less full strength. And for us, that didn't matter. You know, however they approached the game, it was never going to change our mentality. We was going to go after them straight away. And um, last season, I think the stats are there to see. We had, you know, I think we was in the top three for most turnovers in the... the um, opposition's half um, and that becomes because we like to put a full press on and we like to play attacking football um, and no matter who comes to Kenilworth Road or whether we go away from home I think we, you know, we, we'll play in a very similar way Yeah uh, the, the style of the of the football uh, throughout our time in the Championship really but the way it's evolved has been fantastic and you mentioned earlier how hard the Championship is and I'm guessing you're not expecting any different this season um, obviously we lost a real sort of powerhouse in the championship last year in Fulham I don't think anyone was touching them were they and obviously we felt the full brunt of them towards the end of the season which was a bit unfortunate but is there anyone in the division that kind of you look at as potentially being a Fulham? Do you know what this season um, not really um, obviously you look at you know the teams that have have come down I think I think we're in, in the dark a little bit with Burnley 
Um, obviously, they've had going through a bit of a transition. Um, you look at the squad list, and they've certainly got a very, very good squad. Uh, you know, a manager that's played you know, in the Premier League and has got a lot of experience, but you don't really know how they're going to be. Um, you're expecting them to be good, but you don't know. Um, you've got Norwich, who, who Norwich, Norwich away. I already look at Norwich away has been the most difficult uh, game of the season. Um, but again, no one really, really stands out like Fulham uh, from last season, in my opinion, right now. Um, but either way, you know, we, we don't mind. You know, we, whoever it is, whoever whoever's playing the best football at the time, we'll go after them. We'll go after them and we'll try and get that three points and. Hopefully, over the next couple of seasons, I hope you know teams are talking about us in this light, saying that you know the way I'm talking about Norwich, saying that's going to be one of the most you know difficult games, especially away from home. I hope that that players come out and say, look, Luton away is going to be the most difficult game of the season because that's the reputation we want. Um, but to gain that reputation, you've got to earn it. You know, I think uh, our home form was was fairly decent last season, but I think it can improve even more. Um, and if it does and we continue to pick up results away from home, then there's no reason why we can't kick on and improve our league position again. Well done for not mentioning the other team that come down. But obviously, as fans, it's the first fixtures that we looked to. We played them two years ago, but no one could go. So they're going to be two fantastic occasions this year. Obviously, I don't need to tell you what they mean, what, what they mean to the fans and everything. But the players will understand the those two games are the ones that the, that the fans in particular are, are fully focused on when the fixtures came out. Were fully focused on when the fixtures came out. Yeah, that's look, totally understandable. You know, I had, a, I had a look myself. You know, that was. I think as a footballer, they're the things you look at. You know, because they are the biggest games. Um, you look at the first game of the season. You look for them two fixtures. You look for who you're playing on Boxing Day, New Year's Day. And then you look at the back end of the season. Um, you sort of they're the fixtures you sort of look at first, and I think people will say, "Oh, let's just concentrate on them." Because you do, you look at the first game, which you have to put your full concentration in, and managers and coach are probably looking at the first block of games, first five or six games, and how they're going to use the squad. But you know, as a player, I don't know why we do it, but we look at Boxing Day, New Year's Day, and we look at the run to the end of the season as well. So, um, yeah, look, you just mentioned it there. Um, you know, them two games, both home and away, should be you know big big occasions. You know, we, we have to treat we have to as players treat them like you know the biggest games of the season because for for the fans, I think that's exactly what they are. And I think no matter where you are in the league at the time, no matter what form both teams are in, um, you know you have to go into that game knowing that really you need a result, you need the bragging rights, and um, yeah, with fans there as well, I think. What was disappointing as a player, as a captain, to go into to both of them games a couple of years ago um, and not have fans there, you know, was it's a bit devastating really. Because as a, as a kid growing up, they're the sort of games you want to play in. Um, not, I'm not talking about I didn't, I didn't grow up as an eight, nine year old thinking I can't wait to play in that fixture. But it's the atmosphere. We all know about atmosphere and. You know how how good them days can be. You know if if everything goes to plan and, and you win. Um, so yeah, um, certainly looking forward to them. And um, yeah, for me, we need to win. <laughs> we were desperate to win both of them games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the world was in a hard place at that time. But you know, for us, for all of us fans, I'm sure it's the same for them as well. Not being able to go to that game made it uh, even harder. This season's a weird season, Sonny, because smack bang in the middle of it, you're going to have a four week break. However, we did have one last season, albeit we didn't want it last season, but we had it because of COVID. Is that a benefit to us when it comes around this season, that we know that we can hit the ground running again straight afterwards like we did last season? You know what, it's, it's pretty difficult to say that right now. Um, I think it's one of them. I think if you're doing well and you're in good form going into that break, you kind of don't want it to stop. Um, you, you probably just want to keep on playing, keep on playing your fixtures whilst you're in good form. Whereas on the other hand, if you know we go into that break and you know the results aren't going well, it's probably a chance to, to reset and um, regroup and then you know, almost start start the second half of the season. But um, so for me, it's, it's difficult to say right now whether you know that that will benefit us or not. You know what I do know is that we will you probably use that break to our advantage. Um, I was Grantham conditioning coaches. I was sports sciences a top notch at this football club. Uh, and I'm sure they've already got a plan in place so that we do get the right amount of rest and then we do get the right amount of training so that when we do return, uh, we're 100% and we're ready to go. And for us, because of the ambition this season, um, if, again, we want to get into them playoff spots, um, that top six, then you know we have to have a strong second half you know, to the season. So um, whether it benefits or not, you know, let's, let's have that chat. At the, at the end of the season um, but for now it's, it's very difficult so. You preempted my next question about expectations or goals for the season is it just that get back in them playoffs again or do we have our size slightly higher than that? Um, I think if I was to sit here and say right we've finished six now now we definitely deserve to be in the top two I'd be lying to you because getting into them top two places will be very, very difficult. Um, over the past few years, we've made huge leaps, you know, huge leaps for me. I've spoke about it in the past, you know, getting promoted out of League One was great. Uh, staying up in, in the Championship again, fantastic. That was, our, that was our ambition. But then to jump to 12th, you know, the season after, it's a, that's, a huge, that's a huge step. And, you know, right, we deserve to be there because of the quality of our football, because we've evolved, because we've got better and we deserved it. And again, last season, um, we've stepped it up again. The players that we're bringing in are better. The squad's bigger, stronger, um, and we're more comfortable in the league. We've got more experience in the league. And then to jump up to sixth, a playoff spot, you know, from 12th, I don't think some people understand how big of a jump that actually is. Um, but now, obviously, going into this season, this is, I feel like there's probably a little bit more pressure on us now because we've set the bar so high. Um, there's probably a little bit of pressure on us now to go to go again and I've been here you know four years in my fifth year and we've gone up every say we've we've improved every year uh, year in year out um, going into this season um, to finish sixth or above uh, well above six to improve again will be you know extremely difficult but saying that that is our ambition you know there's no point hiding away from it um I'm not going to sit on the fence at all. I think we we know as a football club now, as a squad, we believe, you know, and belief believe belief is a big big word um, when it comes to championship football. We believe that we should be in them them top six places, especially last season. Um, you look at the teams that finished in there. 
we felt like we completely deserved to be in there. And you look at the playoff games itself against Huddersfield, um, we completed, competed really well. If anything, I think I think we slightly on it. We got beat in the end, but I felt like we were slightly the better team over two legs. But um, going into this season, the squad's got bigger, the squad's got stronger. Um, I think I'll be right in saying the manager's got um, the players in that he wants to get. Um, physically, uh, I think especially uh, we've got better uh, with the players that we've brought in. Uh, so it's just about us putting putting the time in now on the training ground. And, and making it work, you know, it's, it's a long season and there's no guarantees. Um, but what I can say from from the boys is that we are determined to to improve again, um, to better our you know position from last season. It will be difficult, but we're ambitious and we believe, and there's no reason why we can't do it. I was buzzing for this season before that before that answer, but I'm even more buzzing for it now. Absolutely can't wait for it. It starts on Saturday. Have we got a score to settle with Birmingham? Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, and funnily enough, if I could, if I could pick one fixture that I really want to kick off the season, you know, apart from playing a certain team at home, which might have topped it, this is the fixture that that I wanted. Um, both fixtures last season I didn't play in. Um, I had to watch, which you know was difficult for me. Um, but I feel like yeah, there's a score to to settle in a way. And the team talk for me, I give a team talk before. Each game, you know, the team talk's already done. Um, I don't need to. I don't need to say too much. We know not only how important it is to to, to start well on the first game of the season, but it's important to to show a team that you've played in the past that's beaten you that that we've actually we've improved now. We're we're a better team, and it's not going to be as easy as it was, you know, last season. So um, for me, it's it, it looks like the perfect fixture. And then we go to Burnley. As a fan, that's a cracking away game first up. You know, team that's just come down, big reputation, everything else. Uh, it's another chance for you boys, though, to show exactly what you've just been saying, that we are top six material and this is our marker. You know, we're going to lay it down. Yeah, exactly that. I think it does, you know, after each season, no matter what league you're in, it does reset. So we're not necessarily going into games saying, Right, look at us, all of a sudden now we're a top six team, show us more respect. It's a complete reset. You know, we have to go to Burnley away for the second game and we have to show them why, you know, why we think we're a top six club. It's not it's not a case of, you know, they certainly won't look at us thinking, you know, these you know, we have to show them the respect of a top six team. It, it doesn't work like that. For us to, to be looked at in that way, we have to earn that respect. Um, and that's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult, like I said. Um, but we've got we've got the players to do it, you know, we've got the managers to do it, and and within the building we believe. So um, I spoke about Burnley a little bit. Uh, and I said we're in the dark a little bit about what Burnley are like, but I think they play. They play Friday night. They do, yeah. They play Friday night against Field on Sky. Um, so certainly I'll be um, I'll be tuning in, and I'm quite intrigued to see, um, yeah, how how good they are this season. Yeah, I think we all are. Um, lots of long trips in August, but one home game that stands out in August has already been moved for Telly on Sky. Uh, Sheffield United at home. Obviously, they finished one place above us last season, uh, but when they uh, when they came down here, it was a really really tight game. And there's an awful lot of people that I've I've had a quick look on social media and things tipping Sheffield United for good things this season. So uh, that looks a standout fixture. 
yeah, and that's probably uh, probably why Sky picked it. Um, yeah, last last season, um, nothing in it, nothing too much in it. I, I remember it being a game which I, I can't. I don't think I watched it back. You know, I don't think there was too much to watch back in that game. Um, but obviously, Sheffield United are, are big dogs in the division. Um, not only as a as a football club, he's a big, he's a massive football club. We know that. Uh, obviously, you know financially, and they've got you know they've got that, that power and that money to bring to bring certain players in the door and bolster their squad and look at their squad on paper and you can probably understand why you know they're being tipped to have a, a really positive season. But um, they should know that it's always a difficult game at, at Kenilworth Road, and uh, I'm sure we'll make it that way. And look, Sky picked it for a reason. Um, probably you know promise, it promises to be a uh, a very good fixture to watch. It does. It's going to be a great start to the season. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the season as a whole. I really appreciate your time this afternoon, Sonny. Thanks so much for uh, giving me your thoughts and everything else. And I just wish you, the boys, and everyone at the club all the very best for this season. It's going to be a memorable one again. I can feel it. Yeah, spot on. Well, we'll do our best. You know, I think. You know, I think you've been watching us for many years now, and I think you'll know that this group of players will give. 100% every time we step out on that pitch we completely believe in what we're doing um, we certainly think we can improve um, and we we want we want playoffs at least again this season and I can just guarantee you now that we'll do everything to, to try and get there so yeah thanks for your time you know, I, I appreciate you bringing me on and let's do it again maybe at the end of the season and let's let's watch my um, let's watch the, a few clips back and some of the goals we've set and some of the things we spoke about. Let's see, um, let's see how right or maybe wrong that I was. We'll definitely do that. Thanks, Sonny. All the best. Thanks, Kel. Take care. Cheers. Bye.